should we? It, lo- it all looks good. I okay. said let's just do it. All right. Secretly timid. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> I like how that was you being very, very excited in a like a like a like a concentration of effort. So much energy, and, then just and I ran right out like, like half, an eighth of the way. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You, you actually made it through the through that part that like Man, that the phrase, rough. and then just like so like three fourths the way through. I think. I think that's a little generous, but okay. I try to be generous. I know you do. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, from lots of people, so uh, it's what the hell day is it? It's fucking. I mean, we only do that on, this on one day. It's a Sunday what? before it's Thanksgiving. It's Sunday, November eighteenth, twenty eighteen. It's a Sunday before Thanksgiving. Uh, and it's Megs, and I'm here with John. Hello. And O T and O. Today I feel like the Wizard of Blas. That's a really good one. It would have been better if I hadn't heard you say it earlier. I was testing it. Actually, I feel bad because it's totally a friend of mine's Instagram name. So, Well, you know, whatever. Hey, it's, it's a good catchphrase, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. I think it's, I think it's really great. It's, it's hilarious, even. Although I do wish that Electric Wizard had released an album called The Wizard of Blas. That'd be even better. Uh, there's a band called Electric Wizard. Yes, of course there is. They what, are. What the a, fuck am I talking they, about? They are one of the world's premier stoner metal bands. Stoner slash doom metal bands. Stunner or stutter? Stoner. Stoner. Lots uh, of very slow doomy. I actually would stuff. like to hear a stutter metal band. Let's, and it just keeps going. Get some it? folks would say Atari Teenage Riot's what you always needed. To handle that particular, or scratch that particular itch. Okay. Well, I'm going to look into that. They're not really metal, but they're definitely, you know, stuttery. They aren't metal, so I feel like maybe Oh, no, 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 trust me. They are very stuttery. Yeah, I feel feel like 50% of the, the, uh... The bill is not being fulfilled, though. All right, fine. Then get some, um, uh, tech death, or maybe some, like, uh, industrial metal. Okay. One of those will take care of you. All right. We'll discuss. Uh, noted. So, um, lots of shit going on in the world mm. still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, everything is still as it has been forever mm-hmm. and ever. <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> You're actually cheering me up just because I'm, I'm glad I'm to so know. Upset. Well, m- mostly Careful. because I, I, I'm I'm in the same like emotional space as you right now to a certain degree. But you're just so much better at it. That I'm just like, man, I can't step to the master here. I'm just going to be happy just because oh. this whole you know oh. depressive monotone thing is just not me. Megan's just killing this shit. Well, bless you. Yeah. Uh, so I know you don't like to go first. I do not. So, John. First, why don't you first? Why don't you tell us? Ask me. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We don't. We don't usually have a, a song of the week. So, John, do we have a, a featured song of the week? We do. The song is "Fall Back" by hip hop artist Duckworth, 
And it has a really uh, captivating video that we'll include on the uh, the uh, little web Where's site. This is a, a gentleman? Or it's a gentleman. A I don't know where he's from. The press release uh, didn't go into any bio, any uh, well, that's, biographical details. That's not a very um, comprehensive press release, I'd have to say. It wasn't. It was mysterious. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, it's like a Banksy press release. It was more like a press release, not for an album, but for the video. But I like the video. And we okay. very rarely play any sort of hip-hop, so I thought for a change it'd be Because fine. it took so long for us to find one that didn't <laughs> use specific well, some, yeah. language that... A lot of the hip... Well, I mean, I'm not going to judge all hip-hop by that one, because to be perfectly honest... Uh, as far as hip hop goes, it's like Missy Elliott for me. It, it's <laughs> so I'm not enough. the best if, one to ask about. If the criticism of hip hop is <laughs> that it uses a lot, oh, not, not across the board, but you're trying to find something that didn't use a lot of homo- homophobic slurs, and that's perfectly valid and sane and a very good criticism. We also talk about how a lot of it's misogynistic and so on and so on. But you know, that's why I tend to listen to like old school shit, like Digital Underground or something, with the occasional dilated peoples for good measure. But yeah. That's just me. So yeah, it is just you, actually, and Kendrick. And we don't get we don't get a lot of hip hop our way either. So and the couple of times we have, uh, I've listened to the tracks and I'm like, oh, can't play that. (laughs) I'm actually surprised we get anything kicked our way. To be honest, we got a lot kicked our way. Really, every week, yeah. But there is there is a good amount of underground like queer friendly hip hop you just gotta go digging for it speaking of which what's his name uh uh this uh will smith's son mm-hmm. is uh has a boyfriend well okay i only recently was I'm, and i'm confused i don't know is if it's J- true is it or not Jayden? no it's not his name is Jaden. is there a willow so okay to put some, since we're gonna hop into that hot topic, I guess Tyler. No, no, hot topic. Our, no, that, that let's point not, of discussion. Let's, let's not, not do hot topics hot, yet. Okay. No, okay, so Jaden Smith at some show basically um, shouted out Tyler the Creator and was like, "Hey, um, he's my boyfriend." Blah blah, and so on. Twice. And Tyler Maybe the Creator. And, and the thing is, I'm not entirely clear on if it's a joke or not or a turn of phrase. And honestly, I don't think it really should matter all that much. I mean, it's nice to hear. It's cute, but like, how many? female hip-hop artists or females altogether or women altogether excuse me say things like oh my girlfriend so-and-so and it's not charged the same way i'll tell you in my experience when you when i say so-and-so is my boyfriend it doesn't automatically make them my boyfriend unfortunately mm-hmm. that never works i i can, I can tell you so, tried and i'm sorry for the times where it didn't work when you well, were excited about it but my, my point is that honestly i would much rather this be um a oh okay that's something that was Tim, said and Tim move right along, my boyfriend yeah, See right. if that's working now. Tim Burton? Yeah. Tim Burton, really? Yeah, he's got those big teeth, you know. Is he isn't he beardless? Yeah. I mean I mean it's this is a this crush has been going on for a while. It's he's grandfathered in. Grandfathered in. Got so wait, wait. There is a, there, there is a pre and post beard phase for Megan? Yeah. When did you grow into your beardliness? Mm. Your beard lust. Uh your, your, your I think hunting. it was it was probably Denton when I started going to college. You were afflicted by the Denton beards. I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't avoid it. I still want there to be a web series called, you know, <laughs> Megan Lumberjack Hunter. You and me both, sister. <laughs> I want them to be fucking. I want, uh, what's his name? Jaden. Jaden Smith to be fucking this Tyler the Creator fellow. Is he- I think it would be great for that community because I think all they have is what, Frank Ocean? 
Yeah. That's, is that that's Billy like mainstream. Ocean's that, that I mean, that's mainstream. That? And I, I would, there's still, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not part of that community, so I don't know if, uh, but my feeling of it is that it's been uh, pretty homophobic for a is, while. Is, do we know that Tyler, the creator, is homosexual? Yes. Oh, yes. Do, okay. oh we do know. Yeah, that know. last album, I read the whole article, the last album that he had, like, hinted at some bisexuality or something? I don't something. know if one article is, is going to, you know, talking about him hinting out his bisexuality is necessarily confirming his sexuality one way or the other. He could be heteroflexible. He could just suck a dick or two and just decided, hey, this is nice. Well, this I want like him my to main be sucking all the Jane time. Smith's dick. I'm excited for that set of mental imagery for you, but to be honest, that's not going to all of a sudden change hip-hop at large. It's a good but step think, in the right direction. Yes. I think that, and you know, I'm excited that's steps. happening. But. We need steps. We need steps. Okay. Um... Is the I don't I don't know anything. I was going to say not very much, but honestly, I know absolutely nothing about this Tyler the Creator person, <laughs> or uh, Jane except Smith, that or or what or Jane or Smith, Jane Smith uh-huh. or uh, really anything outside of a very limited scope. But uh, do we know that this dude is uh, like how old is this guy? I think they're of legal age. Well, I, I, I know that. Yeah, after I said all that, is Tyler, he a young guy? Because I because. Because in my mind, uh, the little Smith kid is like twelve, and he's is he he's not though, right? I actually, that's a good question. I'm not quite clear on the ages You're of either party. Queer on it? No, I'm definitely queer on it. Uh, okay, not, eleven uh, hours ago from from enemy. Oh boy, enemy music. The magazine New yeah. Music Express, I believe that's what it yeah, says. Yeah, it's a for. British. It's true. Jaden right. Smith confirms relationship with Tyler, comma the creator. Beyond the he's my boyfriend. <laughs> at, this point, at this point, work. if they are not in a relationship, then we need to give a fuck you to both of them because it's like there's speculation, speculation. Now he's saying it's true. So I mean, we have to take Because now we're all word. very emotionally invested in this. And if it's not true, then I might kill myself. I, Any sort of distraction right now from the world on fire, I think it's good. Um, he was born in 1998, so that makes him 20 years old. So he is oh, of legal gosh. age to consent. What about? His partner on Wikipedia is Tyler, comma, the creator. On Wikipedia, sure, that makes it totally true. Tyler, All somebody has to do is do a 26-second edit to the fucking wiki page. Tyler, <laughs> oh my God. that's interesting. Tyler, comma, the creator. Oh, never mind. I can't do math. He is. He was born in 1991, so he is 27 years old. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I'm His not last name is either, not so. creator. Oh, <laughs> we should probably just, you know, step no. out of the lane of a topic that like, like two of us know let's a little or nothing talk. about, and one of us knows a middling let's, amount about, yeah, and move on to things we actually can speak of. How was your week, John? Because why don't we yeah, talk about that? It's been terrible. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Just like that? I've had a pretty challenging past two weeks. Uh, uh, but from what I understand, you had a good night. I had one good night, but that does not uh, erase two weeks of absolute hell in which I'm, I bounce from eating my emotions to not eating at all all day and not having any sort of sleep. But last night I played in a poker tournament and I ended up uh, chopping first place for a nice little uh, rack of money. And then I realized today I was, as I was going through kind of my... Uh, poker records that this has been my most profitable year since uh, black friday um which is cool because i haven't really been playing too much uh poker outside of the monthly uh uh meetups with my uh poker posse so so yeah that was good although now i haven't had a whole lot of sleep and i just kind of feel uh i don't know i need to ask my 
poker buddies, like how they recover. Cause I mean, it's really is, I mean, it's, it's a mental sport. So when you're playing, like we start playing at about six and I left at 1245 in the morning and then you get home until about one thirty. Mm. So, um, and for me, I can't just sleep in. I, my body, no matter if I've, if I've had two hours of sleep or if I had 10 hours of sleep, it's going to wake up at five o'clock. So that was challenging too. So I've had about four hours of sleep. So I'm just not feeling very well. I don't know how the professionals do it. Cause that was just a, what, like a six hour tournament. I mean, they they play sometimes for like 10 plus hours a day. And really? then, yeah, if it's a big tournament, do they get breaks? Uh, yeah, you get breaks. Or they just get a giant. You get a break. You get a dinner break. Table. But I mean, if it's like a if it's a huge tournament, they're coming back the next day for ten plus more hours. So um, how many how many times would somebody do a tournament like that in a year? If that's their main sort of income, we're talking like every week. I mean, every I mean, right now, right now, I mean, the different locations they bounce from the tournament circuit is from like right now it's i believe in the bahamas um, so it would be like 20 20 hours a week i have no idea and i'm not saying but that's, that's just a, actual play but i mean the professionals there they go through hand histories they i mean it's what does that mean uh go through the hands that they played and figure it out you know if they played it correctly um i obviously don't do that cuz i'm just a recreational player but i hear that that's what they do and that's how they uh improve for the next tournament um and next game and you know i don't know it's it's one of those things where it's just i mean i have to go on and on because i know it's boring but um it's more complicated than uh than the average people i think now (laughs) than the average people the average people and they they think poker they think um you know they don't really fully understand uh what goes on it's a to lot it. of kind of like same, labor. i think sometimes like when people think chess they think oh i know how to play chess but then like the people that play on a professional level they're thinking like three four five steps deep and it's just a different it's a different game than you and i play you know oh i don't play it at all but I, you know how no to. you don't know how to Mm-mm. play chess no I'm otno you know how to play chess i do not so if, well, but I know yeah. So if he and I played chess, we'd be playing on one conceptual level, which is you know, maybe thinking two, two moves this, ahead of we're lucky. This, 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 yeah. Where yeah, not like six moves are ahead just like shit. it's just a or have strategies in mind or particular openings yeah. and closings and so on. Yeah. It's a never-ending like what's it called like tree diagram thing. Key? Yeah, where it's like if this person does this, chart. I did that. Yeah, basically sounds like every day of my life. Long story short, it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. Do you want to talk about work? I did get that promotion. <gasps> you did? Congratulations. I did. And I start December 3rd. I guess we're hand clapping now. Yay. Hand clapping. Hand clapping is <laughs> what? Yeah. That's totally a hand clap. Two one-handed claps um, together makes a high five, John. Yeah. You know, it's a funny thing happened. I don't understand. I don't understand some people. So there's a, a person at work that I've worked with at other uh jobs before so i i know this person pretty well on on like a casual level and this is somebody that who i don't our belief systems are completely radically different and my understanding is that this person probably has some conservative values where would you lead me to believe that this person is probably uh pretty homophobic but just on like a that's just their value you know because they come from a very religious upbringing um and then that person today or not today, but last week, 
um, asked me about if if I like Queen, the band Queen. And then I found out this person's a huge fan of Queen. I'm thinking maybe they huh. didn't, they didn't know that Freddie Mercury was gay. I think they do because they also mentioned that movie. Mm-hmm. About seeing that movie, it's really, really easy to be okay just with a things movie, John, that brown pretend. people produce, or gay people produce, or women people, or women people produce, or even maybe trans people produce, and still have serious issues with those people. And also, the one else that really kind of got under my skin, and I didn't pursue it for once. Normally, I do, especially if it's on the internet. Um, but there were a lot of uh, straight people on uh, Facebook that. Uh, mentioned how great that biopic was. And one person in particular said, like they're going back and forth over the controversy on whether or not how accurate it is and blah, 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 blah. And there was a lot of uh, worry in the gay community about how his sexuality would be depicted. And it turns out that certain things were inaccurate and that some of the community thought was really cruel, uh, particularly how they handled him uh saying that he was HIV positive, apparently that that was different in reality than what was, it was kind of played at like like a dramatic part in the movie where it's like, that's not how it happened. But anyway, um, what I'm getting at is, so the straight guy, um, who's a, who's in the entertainment industry, um, but not like super, super famous. And he's a local talent, um, said that if Freddie Mercury is alive today, he wouldn't want to be like, a uh, poster child for whatever thing for for the gay community that he wouldn't want to be known as as that and um it did the whole kind of like the thing like when uh the pulse massacre happened you know how well well-meaning straight people were like this was an attack on the gay community it was an attack on all of us and you're like no it's a little bit more complicated than that um but anyway it's like for him we don't there's no way to know how he would want to to be Especially given he, that his, his he died his, before yeah. he d- he died before the idea of being out in the in the context we that we have it now even exists. So of course he's going to want to not be in the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that annoyed me. Another thing that annoyed me is, man, those comic book people. Um, so the CBR dot com comic book resources lately has been they've been well for a couple of months now. I've been putting kind of like clickbaity articles on their site and asking questions that are uh, that do create a dialogue and oftentimes it's the wrong dialogue and the last one was uh, whether or not if if so um you know now like there a lot of characters that have been around forever they're reintroducing them differently where oftentimes like they'll have a character like valkyrie for example is a white character in the comic books and she's played by a, a black actress um in the movies and you know I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. last, the last article that I got into it with the with the white person that it probably doesn't think that they're racist, but they're racist, mm-hmm. was uh, asking whether or not Bruce Wayne had to be white. You know who Bruce Wayne is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Batman. Yeah. Whether or not Batman has to be. Wait white. a minute, he's Batman. <laughs> I thought it was a secret. I thought I just knew that. And so um, I wrote that him being Caucasian is not, and is doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, like you can separate that from that character, whereas you could not separate that from a character like, let's say, Black Panther. You know, Black Panther has to be played by an African character because it's it's integral to that character. Bruce Wayne being white is not, 
And then this white guy responded, said, well, actually it is because Bruce Wayne comes from money. I knew you were going to say that. I knew, I knew this whole my, conversation was building up to that. I could feel it coming like a fucking freight train. My, like, I was just stunned. I'm it was not. like somebody took <laughs> took a fish and slapped me across the face. He comes from not just money, but like, you know, like... Affluent family uh, yeah, money. like family money, like generations deep. Mm-hmm. And I forget how I responded, but I was like, I... What? What? Then why is that? Why is that necessarily a trait for Caucasians? <laughs> they come from well, money. I mean, if you're talking about in the United, I'm assuming Gotham is in the United States. That's another thing. It's like how, uh, like with comic book geeks, and I say that term affectionately because I consider myself one as, as well. How come we can suspend our disbelief to people flying, shooting, you know, fireballs out of their asses and everything else, but when it comes to certain things that they, they're not able to, you know... Because no, I'm saying that the fact of of a uh, black family coming from money is crazy to think of. I don't think it is. Or an eight. I mean, that's. I mean, who say that Bruce Wayne should be black? He could be Asian. He could be, be Hispanic. He could be anything. I'm just saying that my only argument is that him being white as we know it now isn't integral to the character. Okay. And him coming from money, I don't think is is necessarily a trait of whiteness not either. If, not if we're, you know, this is a fictional world and we're not talking about like, you know, uh, centuries of like, you know, economic oppression and all of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could also be, a, well, <laughs> yes and yes and no and yes. Um, a, there were rich white, rich black folk, you know both during and post-slavery, because there were, A, a couple of a handful of free blacks in the North, and uh, B, there were plenty of folks that... that actually, uh, one of my favorite stories is of the first... Uh, she's called, like, the, the first Oprah of sorts. She was this black woman who, oh, like... Yeah. She had a lot of hair care products mm-hmm. and a, a millionaire back in... Was it, was, it, was it the 20s or the 30s? I don't remember which one. But anyway, the point is, yes. Back when they had film. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I've ever seen yeah. a picture. They had film at the turn of the century. I remember let's let's been... slow down here. <laughs> anyway, so there there have been plenty of rich black folk. And not to say that like it's this common ubiquitous thing and that negates the entirety of the oppression narrative, but you know, there are exceptions in all regards in that in that capacity. So yeah, your friend's full of shit, John. Or the, no, that, that, that guy's full of yeah. <laughs> no, that guy <laughs> is full of shit, regardless, and is not sufficiently questioning his assumptions of what constitutes the default of the world he dwells in. So. And R.I.P. Stanley. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, yeah. that guy died. And fuck you, Ninety-five. Yeah, he was up there. So it's you know not necessarily sad. I think he probably wanted to go because his wife passed away mm-hmm. last year. So I can imagine being with somebody for for decades and then being without them. Yeah, there's stats about that. Generally, it's not more than a couple of years afterwards and, and yeah. for, for a lot of for a lot of folks. for a lot of men, but women mm-hmm. seem to be able to keep on ticking. <laughs> yeah, about that. Because right? <laughs> the men don't. All right, don't make that joke, Megs. Just leave it. Leave it there. You don't need to make a joke about everything, Megan. All right. Sure. I mean, I f- I feel compelled to, but but I I shouldn't. The power of Christ compels you, Megan. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Every day. 
Um, now, what's with people hating on the house on Haunted Hill now? I've never seen it, so I have no idea why people, it's not, people it's, should or should not hate on it. You're talking about the Netflix yeah, series? Yeah, like the first week it came out, everybody was raving about it. Then two weeks later, all these like That's they stuffy finished it like, New Yorkers later. like, oh, it's, it's emotionalist. Like, I fucking hate the New Yorkers. I'm really glad that I'm not that actively engaged in pop culture as far as like TV shows and whatnot, because... It, the idea of being that angry about things all the time on top of my already residual anger is just too much anger to really shoulder at once. Oh, don't even get me started on She-Ra. Although... <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Although, um, I was actually heartwarmed. Uh, so there was CPR, the same uh, website, uh, wrote an article about uh, the, the new release of She-Ra and how inclusive it is. And uh, for the most part, the comments, because that's what I immediately go to after I read the article is going to the co- comments because I like to uh, punish myself, were, uh, you know, what you think the fanboys, like all that we've heard about, you know, how dare they include a lesbian character or any same-sex attraction because it's a kid's thing, blah, blah, blah. But there was a lot of pushback. And a lot of the pushback were from fathers um, that, you know, were like, you know, my, my kids love this this cartoon i think it's great wait wait hold hold on just just one second we're talking about she-ra yes okay so the dads are like "Mm, fucking lesbians are no 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 not like that at all no 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 they're just no they're like fam because i don't think that would be a fanboys but just trolls are coming out saying that uh she-ra looks like a lesbian because you know blah blah they don't want her to be pretty and she's supposed to be princess and why are they making gay characters when it's supposed to be about kids and blah 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 and so a lot of people are pointing out the dichotomy of them uh, complaining that the art design is less sexualized she was supposed to be made by us for us so they're they're complaining that she's not sexy but at the same time saying how dare they like criticizing them for having any sort of like romantic that is not heterosexual well you're only allowed to have sex if you're super fucking hot Welcome to patriarchy. Population, everyone. But there was a lot of pushback, and a pushback from parents, too. They were like, have you watched the series? <laughs> like, you're, It seems like you're criticizing about something that you're not even A, watching, and B, you're not the intended audience for, and C, my kids love it. Made by kids for kids. By the way, the original Shira theme song is a fucking jam, and I'm going to have to go online and try and find like the club remix of that shit, because I fucking love that song. I don't even I don't I don't think I ever really watched Shira. I remember watching He Man. It's it's less memorable than the He Man theme song. Oh no no trust me. All you gotta listen to it once and you'll be like, Oh, this is this, I mean, this is a fucking bop. You were this just is, humming it for me, so I, I was. And it's good. I got into the He Man Wikipedia thing because you know when I watched it as a kid, I didn't understand all the different backstories and all the different characters in the whole universe and I had no idea that the sorceress was like Tila's mother. Just what's that? The sorceress, the eagle lady from He Man was yeah. Tila's mother. Yeah, I didn't fucking know that. What I just the watched shit? it because I thought that Evil Lynn was kind of hot. That's still and jaundice. Know. Well, yeah, and <laughs> she, uh, she and Tila actually have the same body mold. Of for course, the, they do. Totally the, do. Uh, it's, yeah. it's just changed the the the, the tiara thingies a little bit, and that's yeah, about it. and the coloring. Yeah, I mean, I had the sorceress doll. Arguably, He Man was a terrible cartoon oh, for yeah. so many reasons and so many well, ways. Well, all those old Hasbro cartoons, they were just about trying Selling to sell toys. toys. I mean, yeah. well, some of them actually did have decent plots and they did actually think through some things. He-Man was not Apparently, one. there's a really detailed backstory that I'm... 
the, well, word, the, the word detail is probably liberally applied there. I think part of it might okay. be from the comic book series from Marvel. I don't know. Anyway, so John, your week has gone on for quite some time. It has careened into a variety of pop. It was only my topics, week for so. a small section, and then we got on. We screwed into other yeah. things. How yeah. are you doing, Megan? How was your week? I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> is that all he wanted to say? <laughs> um, what happened this week? So, uh, do you remember cousin Nini? I just remember Hot Cousin Josh. This is, this is, you would just remember Hot Cousin Josh. <laughs> this is Fuck. Cousin Josh's older brother. Okay. This I never like, met. I never this met. sounds like a uh, He-Man yeah. backstory. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, so my... Backstory. My mother's twin sister, identical twin sister. I'm going to make this into a as, as He-Man as I can make it. Uh, for smooth transition. For the purposes of a smooth transition. Uh, so my mother's twin sister's uh eldest son nini uh is uh now split from his partner his wife uh after i think they were together for like 13 years mm. 18 years something between 10 and 20 really long time um and i don't know how much i mean i used a first name so i probably shouldn't air all the details. I don't know how that works. I mean, nobody listens to this, but... Uh, I can edit it out if you need to. Just give me the timestamp. We should talk about our fight, maybe. No. Can, okay. We're not going to do that. Uh, so, um, wife uh, earlier this year was like, hey, I did this thing, and I'm sorry, and Nini was like, okay, don't do that again. And then she said, okay. And then they were, they were in Italy for his birthday in like October. And she's like, hey, guess what? I've been doing that stuff a bunch uh, for a long, long time. Well, it's, you're being too vague. Arguably, I think in the, in the confines of a relationship, it's either I've been like doing rails of coke off of hookers' backs or, pardon me, sex workers' backs for a yeah. long time now, or I've been... Waving my genitals around people, I should be waving my genitals around. Actually, I think it includes all of those things. Oh, there uh, you go. Uh, Genital so, waving. So he uh, he and and I've been getting these like very painful phone calls from him oh. in intermittently, like between you know, I mean for, I mean since earlier this year and uh, recently, so. He would say, you know, I don't know what to do. And I would say, well, you're calling me and you're you're talking about it. And that makes me feel like maybe you do know what to do. And you're DTMF. wanting somebody to validate your your decision or, or not validate it. Or um, he's like, I, I'm going to I'm going to work this out. I'm going to I'm going to stick with it. I'm like, OK, that's valiant, I think. Yeah, because too often people are like, adios. Uh, just to like at least try to, to say go fuck yourself. To, yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. To try to try to work it out. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people. I think that's. I think a lot of, and myself included, actually, uh, a lot of people delay divorce because you wonder, like, where is the line where I? Um, where it's not you can't salvage right, it. They say you know, divorce or, or uh, marriages work, which is true. So where's the line between working on something and like not allowing that to 
you know, deception. The line between those two things is deception. Yeah, I think you know people always, and I think there people is deceive, work, though. But at the same time, I don't think that relationships should be overly hard. You know what I mean? I do know. Uh, well, I mean, no, I don't like, know. I know what there's you mean a little bit of a balance. That, that's that's the point I'm making. Is that how do we determine where the line is between those things? And when you're in the shit, it's difficult to know. Am I working too hard? And uh, something that I learned after getting divorced years and years ago was that uh, the same thing that we say when we talk about our patients in therapy, uh, am I working harder than that person? Yeah. I can't work harder than you. So um, anyway, so so he finally decided uh, and he was coming from California and his flight was uh, canceled in DFW. So he contacted me and said, I'm here for the night. And so he Ubered over and he and me and uh, Big Ange went to see Y Oak at the uh, Deep Ellum Arts Company or something. It's a bar. It's not actually an art company, I don't think. Was only slightly disappointed when I got there. Uh, and they played, and that was good. We had a good. He had to leave the next day. Uh, what else happened? Watched some horror films with uh, Rediger Smoot a couple nights in a row. That's this sad. Week. Huh? Uh, he was our, he was one of our guests two weeks ago. He has a tiny dog that you're fond of. Oh, oh, he wasn't in the film. No, that's that's what confused me. But he made it sound like it was an, an a director. Or, yeah, he's interesting actor. enough to be in one of the yeah. films. What film did you see? Uh, we watched. Um, let's see, what was it? We started to watch Dune. And then I realized that it was way more ridiculous than I remember it, remembered it being. So we stopped doing that. And then last night we watched The Exorcist 3 with uh, George C. Scott shouting at everyone all the time, which is very good. It's actually a fantastic film. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. <laughs> <laughs> My, I've always, the horror that I always liked, I like the slasher horror films yeah this isn't that this is a see because i don't have like yeah the the, like the exorcist didn't really frighten me i guess because i'm never i wasn't brought up in religion so i didn't it just seemed silly or rosemary's Uh, baby i mean they're all silly yeah but um did you see the exorcist three a long time ago do you remember it vaguely do you remember the movie with Liv tyler which one? The Strangers. The Strangers I frightened me because there was no resolution. Uh, also, it's something that could totally happen and it's, to you. It's based on something that did happen in real life. Oh, okay. It's loosely, well, then, loosely, loosely, loosely based of an unsolved murder. Where yeah, that was one of those films where I saw it in the theater, actually, with the ex-husband. And uh, one of the only films where I go home and I turn the lights off and I can't go to sleep. Yeah. Um, not as good the second time because you know what happens. And that's another reason why I like living in an apartment. Because I feel like if I scream loud enough, somebody will at least call the police. I feel like maybe that's a, a rosier outlook. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think I don't think somebody's going to knock on my door and I look then. at the peephole and it's someone in like a baby doll mask. You think that if you, if you were shouting, first of all, don't you have concrete floors? 
But um, <laughs> but not concrete walls. Yeah, not concrete okay. walls. Okay, so, you, that, so there's a layer of protection that they would have to get through first. And why me? I don't think anybody would want to murder me. But if if I'm like in an <laughs> that's presuming a great deal of logic I'm, in the part of the slasher a, job. Well, I mean, yeah. if, I, if I'm in a house in the middle of nowhere, then you know you're already isolated. Then just don't live in a house. Don't be like every single set of teens going to a, a cabin in the woods. And you'll be fine. Have you ever have you seen the Vagina Tentata movie? Yeah, yes, teeth, teeth. That was oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. We watched that after a podcast, actually. Yeah, because I recommended year. it to you. Right. No, no, I'd seen it before, but Sarah oh, no. had not right, seen it. Right, right, you're right. My bad. Uh, yeah, so The Exorcist 3 is is actually... Uh, the Exorcist 2, I'll just say, is is complete fucking dog shit. It's just the worst. Um, but the third one is uh, written and directed by William Peter Blatty, just like the first one is. And even though it's made in 1990, it is uh, very much cut like a 70s horror film. It's edited like... Aren't there new... Aren't there... That series isn't going on now with like different... Under a different name? Isn't that The Nun? The the recent horror movie with The no, Nun? No, that's isn't like a pre- yeah, That's yeah. from the Insidious uh, franchise. That's, yeah. Diff- that's a different thing, Never mind. but uh, but yeah. So I uh, I really love that film. Uh, what else? Uh, we started one called The Little Strangers, but then I fell asleep. Not because it was bad, just because I'm elderly. Have you? Did you ever watch The Purge? The movie The Purge. I did. I did see the first one. Yes. There is a series. It reminds me of The Strangers a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah. There is a the a television series i guess a mini series on usa around Hall- halloween i'm on the last episode it's really good actually uh do you know pickett i don't think so you probably do he's in new orleans now and he does uh um extra work on films and he's in the purge tv series oh cool and that's how i knew it was that a purge it tv series yeah mm-hmm. that's what he it was saying. really good it's i it's the the first two episodes were kind of like uh but it's one of the, I think it's one of those series that's much better if you watch the episodes back to back. Because I saw like three of the episodes uh, yesterday. That uh, I've got. I'm on the last one now. You should, you should check it out. Okay. What is it? You. It's USA? on USA. So if you have any sort of cable service, it's on on I, demand. I do not. Um, have I'm that. sure there's some way you can find. It. I. I yeah maybe on the USA network or something website I mean if I can find all of those uh, snuff films I think I can probably find (laughs) the stranger this one had this one had the purge definitely had a lot of social commentary to it in fact I was talking to Jimmy the other day about how much television now is influenced by the Trump administration by the way Otieno I was watching Supergirl a couple weeks ago there's a character named Manchester Black that was on there just for one episode where I thought that and is, you're black that you, is fucking you know no 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 this I was like this guy is just like Otieno it's, I'm fairly certain the Manchester Black is a DC standby aren't they I have no idea I'm almost positive I, I don't I mean I'm a Marvel boy so I have no idea about DC Universe at all but there's look up Supergirl Manchester Black, that actor, he just the way that he carried himself reminded me of you. I'm fairly certain, and I'm sure it's black leather, in much the same way that um, Deborah 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 Waller is a badass. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure Manchester Black is like the UK equivalent of, or at least some kind of like um, other DC character that's been around for a while type of thing. And that, you know, it was normally played by some random white dude, but if it's, you know, or, or if, if the character was some Caucasian person, but hey, I'll, I'll check it out, sure. Yeah, you should check it. That actor, he was hot, too. Okay, I'm into that. 
Oh, but anyway, yeah, all this film, all this television um, is like right now. Supergirl is basically Supergirl versus Trump. Trump. It's all the, a lot of the uh, issues that they go into are a lot of Trump esque. And the gifted on Fox, it's all Trump too. The X Men show, the X Men, not X Men, X Men, not X Men show, with the rise of hate groups and. So what happened on Friday was uh, uh, my last patient of the day was this uh, little 25-year-old dude comes in and uh, there's he had secondary gain. I I, I can't say exactly what it was because it'll give away, you know, too much detail about my job. But Mm -hmm. he was there to to get a prize uh, and uh, or something that he felt like you know, he was entitled to or whatever. So, uh, he's like, um, you know, there's this, uh, there's this chick, there's this chick that I work with and she, you know, like she gets this thing and I mean, she like totally doesn't deserve it or whatever. And, uh, you know, she's, you know, walking around the office and I mean, that's how I know like the whole system is so fucked up or whatever, you know, cause like chicks, right. They like, they like just get this they just like get what they want all the time like uh you know like a chick just like says i want this thing and then like i'm paraphrasing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then like you know the world just just gives it to him like oh i'm just going to help this wounded animal and give him this stuff and uh he's like you know what i mean and i was like totally yeah 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 chicks chicks man I did actually say chicks, man. And, and you didn't uh, stab him in the eye? Uh, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Megan, I just want to um, um, congratulate you on utilizing the appropriate level of restraint and not stabbing that patient in the eye. Thank you. I, I really, I, I, I'm going to thank them for you. Thank you for them. They didn't know just how imperiled they were. I'm sure and, he um, meant to thank me, but uh, mm-hmm. just forgot on his way out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I get a lot of that in my in my job, as you might imagine. So I, I know you have that ice pick in your desk for that purpose. I did actually used to have one when I was at my other office. First, yeah, for, for that purpose, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I use usually I just used it to like poke a hole in the uh, the the water spigot thing that I have in my uh, mm-hmm. cabinet, but and possibly shank any unruly patients. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not, I was going to use it on an employee if I needed to. <laughs> Yes. That's what that was for. Just but, in case. Um, so, but I get a lot of that there. Uh, I remember when I first started at this pos- particular position, um, we had these two dudes come in. Uh, one of them was like a support dude. Support dude. From a different place that was helping this other dude that came in for to screen for whatever. And uh, the the support dude was an older guy. And he kept saying to the 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 younger dude the the actual patient he was like she's doing such a good job isn't she she's she's asking such good questions this is this is really great you're doing really great you're really articulate Megan yeah. you know that no yeah. oh yeah. guys you're really you're really a a, <laughs> a, a a human with arms and legs Megan yeah and the and the support dude was um he was like yeah, you know, I mean, I'm in the business. I used to be in. Uh, I used to be a pastoral counselor. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Then you know, you got it. 
I'm like, well, thanks. You know, it's really been a pleasure. You've, uh, you've, you've really done great. We should tell your supervisor. <laughs> and then they went about their day. And your ice pick stayed in your desk. It did. Again, thank you, Megan, for having your ice pick stay in your desk. <laughs> thank you for, for thanking me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that, that was basically my week the end and then you know there was all this neurotic shit that happened in my mind about my own personal life but none of it makes any sense so it's not really fit for podcasting since when does this podcast make sense <laughs> i knew that's where that was gonna go it's only a matter of time uh yeah no i can't i can't make it into a good story i mean not that that ever stopped me from telling you one but uh, anyway i think we should just go on to you how was your week um how was it i always have to with that question because it's a question of you know do i discuss just factual events what happened during your week or do i actually discuss the emotional texture and or tenor can you do both uh probably involve a lot of screaming and hopping up and down it wasn't even a bad week per se i'm just getting worn the fuck out i need a vacation i need you got a lot of shit on your plate man yeah i need like time off with like you know preferably uh someplace warm with like a lot of naked people that i like and not even necessarily in a sexual way but just in a hey let's just hang out and relax kind of way because to me that's what nakedity is to a certain degree it's not just a matter of the sensual the the sexual aspect it's like hey we're comfortable and with being vulnerable and being our true selves and not worrying about a lot of artifice and so on um i mean it can be sexy naked time too but yeah you could always go to King's Paul. Um, that's actually a thing Club that Dallas. I do on occasion. Club so. Dallas or is more Club Dallas. <laughs> that, well, arguably, yeah. A, I'm a Spa Castle person for the most part. And B, but you can't be naked with other genders at Spa Castle, in, in, can in, you? At either spa, actually. Really? Yeah, there's no, there's no co-ed naked spaces at either spa in Dallas. Uh, it's, but Club Dallas does not allow women in. No. Well, because it's that's a We're talking about male. three different clubs that have three different policies, neither of which address my actual concern. So, well, sort of, but not really. But anyway, my, my, my point is that, yeah, I definitely need vacation. Now, this week, uh, one cool thing happened. I got to hang out with uh, these folks that run a blog called the Wake and Bake Blog out of Denton that they – we bake stuff. Or they, they bake stuff. And um, – we baked a Jamaican black cake, which contains like a ridiculous amount of booze. And um, there'll be a blog post and or other post about it here pretty soon on their website. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, hung out with some cool Denton folk. And what else cool happened this week? I got some more auto repair done. Uh, it's an idle air control valve work, which was nice. My car runs a little happier. Still a little twitchy. Need to do some vacuum line adjustments now. Um... And I've been plotting and planning a couple of projects that won't be able to start until the spring. But no, uh, I wish I could say that there's like all kind. Oh, well, work work has been kind of slow lately because um, we can't do as many network changes during the holiday season because we don't want to fuck anybody's by internets. And school has been school. Uh, I start wacky firehouse clinicals next week so i get to run around and ride in ambulances and pick up babies in baskets that are left because it's a safe place exactly that's totally what firemen do like 99 percent of the time exactly do they still do the kittens in the trees thing um i'm fairly certain they do i've never been on a call like that i'm speaking from just like a faith that cats do that and people do have to address it at some point 
Uh, I, I'm not speaking as an athlete because I haven't been on one of those calls. Although my former upstairs neighbor did have a cat that did get stuck in a tree that she did call the fireman to assist her with getting that cat out of said tree. So, but wouldn't the cat figure out how to get up on its own sooner or later? That's what I do with Sumi when she gets up on a roof or something like that. I'm like, yeah, um, I'm not coming up there. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. And then I go back in the house, and sure enough, I come back out the next day to let her in, and she's at the door waiting to come in. That's what my parents would do with me when I was a child. That sounds about right. Whatever. You figure it out. We'll be inside. <laughs> there was one time I'd have to get her off of a particularly perilous roof she'd found herself onto because she wasn't just on the roof. She was... So you know how some brick houses have, like, there'll be um, a little, like, uh, not quite a full shelf type eve type thing not not eaves but basically she had managed to get from the roof to a um not a windowsill with a little lip but like um some kind of little like barely like four or five inch wide landing beside a window and you couldn't reach her from the window on the second floor so i ended up like holding up a pillow from the first floor and like cajoling her to jump onto the pillow mm. so did she actually yeah really yeah she jumped to the pillow at your insistence. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Oh, my cats like me. I didn't think that they didn't. I just... Cats will do what they want to do, and you can try to encourage them, but you can't give... I mean, at least in, in my experience, it's hard to give them orders, but you can order a dog. You ask a cat, you order a dog. That that was kind of my point. Yeah. Like She was like, okay, I'll take your suggestion. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like the serving suggestions of box yeah. of cereal, you know. All right, this time I'll do it this time. Exactly. I ask her to come inside at the end of the, at the end of the night, and she acquiesces, or she doesn't, and stays out all night. Well, that was sweet. Yeah, she's cool like that. Now, um, <laughs> my, my cats are literally one of the primary things keeping me sane these days. Uh, that mention I made ramen last week. That was fun. And then delicious. From not, scratch? Yeah, not the, not the 99 cent kind. No, no. Like, I did everything with the noodles. I did like the 18-hour tonkotsu broth, a uh, bone you, broth Did boil. you make the noodles? I did everything but the noodles. I so you made a, a, bro- a bone broth that took the 18 hours? Yes, because you have to boil them for a very long time. Boil the bones? bones. Yes. Of what? Uh, pigs. So it was basically a bunch of pork femurs and pork necks. And um, you got to blanch them first and wash them and then boil them. And then there's uh, the, the sauce takes several layers. There's the actual tonkotsu broth proper. And then there's the the uh, salty sea, uh, uh, sardini part called tare. And then there's the eggs and there's the chashu pork. And it was pretty fucking delicious when it was all said and done. So that was nice. I, I'm just wondering if that's intrinsic egotism that I'm hearing from you or if it's... Ego as far as like my food is fucking delicious? No, in, intrinsic egotism. Are you familiar with that? Uh, phenomenon i do not i am not uh so uh one of the examples that is often used when it's explained is like uh, ikea Mm. um you go to ikea and you put this shit together and sometimes i mean i think more maybe in the past ikea was not good quality i think it's fantastic um but uh you'd put this piece of shit together Mm -hmm. uh and then you'd be like oh Everybody come over and see this hutch that I put together. Um, and everybody's like, eh, you know, it's a whatever. But you think it's great because you did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you actually didn't do it, but you did a minimal amount. But mm-hmm. like, I made these cookies and they are the best cookies. I mean, I say that 
hyperbolically about everything that I bake hmm. and cook. And it mm-hmm. couldn't possibly be true. Because how do you even quantify something like that? But the point is, intrinsic egotism is uh, when you you um, you apply this added value to something uh, because you made it, but you because the effort you put into it, correct? Mm. But you you apply it, uh, you know, like maybe inappropriately to a taste or a structure or or a song that you wrote, rather or a, than or a, like, yeah. yeah emotional value so Hmm. i mean i was going to say that um i I have fed this to other people and they didn't say it was poisonous so i guess it's a little less i mean yeah people seem to like it and no one died after i made it and they asked i mean the ones that did you couldn't ask we don't speak of them but no um i i hear what you're saying and that's very interesting i definitely agree that like it's perhaps one of something that a lot of artists struggle against when they're having their work critiqued or um, how they value their work, the amount of work they put into it is perhaps proportional to how, how invested they are in it, if it's a quick, easy thing versus whatever else. But no, um, it, was, it was fun to make, though. I do enjoy cooking things that require that amount of effort because it takes my mind off of, as you mentioned earlier, how many things that are shit. Yeah. And I actually so. went out to a ramen place like later that week to contrast, compare, and be like, was my ramen delicious? Actually, yeah, it was pretty delicious. I've made it three or four times before, just not recently. But yeah, that was my week. Ramen and cake baking. And I'm probably going to do some um, uh, eggnog and some uh, pate and maybe a fancy garlic spread too for the holiday season. This is the cooking time of year. So, and some quickles. Because you didn't want to go outside? Because going outside is bullshit when it's this fucking cold. Are you guys doing anything for Thanksgiving? I'm doing, I'm doing the family thing. My aunt's going to do some fancy spread and we're going to eat a bunch of Kenyan and American food. It's going to be fucking amazing. Be jealous. Uh, Big Ange and I are having uh, Orphan Thanksgiving at here if you're available. Uh, I think Jimmy and I are going to have dinner. You guys are welcome to come over. I've yeah. never met him. <laughs> Stop keeping him from me. I met him. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, PJ Harvey, which yeah. is like the best time to meet anyone. Come on, man. Why are you uh, keeping him from me? Because he's a secret. But if we finished our weeks, which I think we have, I say we take a little breakity break and then come back for the topics of hot. So how about that local sports team? (laughs) I hear they scored. Won the game even. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> god fucking damn it what uh so uh, john yeah. do you have a hot topic <laughs> no <laughs> i just something i, I do want I, uh, no? whitaker i do want to point out like how funny is that whitaker is a huge fraudster and one of his products one of his fraudulent products have you heard about this Go, oh, hold on god. just just like for people that the don't Whitaker know is the context, interim, context, the yeah. interim uh, attorney general uh, replacement for jeff beauregard <laughs> sessions <laughs> but one of his products that that his uh, company produced have you heard of this the mas- i know exactly the masculine what you're going to say toilet? of course no, no i have not heard toilet. about this it oh. was a toilet for big dick men so apparently men You're with fucking big dicks, joking. dead serious. Men with big dicks, I guess their big true. old dicks would fall into the water. 
so it, it offered, I guess, room for men with big dicks. But I'm wondering if it's one of those things, like, you know how some guys, they want to think that they have a big dick, so they'll get uh, magnums, but then the condom just slips off because they don't have a magnum-sized cock, but they want to pretend that they do have a magnum-sized cock. That's true, that does So, happen. like, <laughs> wow. in a way, I think this whole product was just preying on men's insecurities. So they also, a masculine toilet. You're missing one very important detail, John. I um, mean, Ford that is, does that, too. Yeah, they do. The, what, who, Ford? Yeah, the car thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Manly yeah, trucks, yeah, yeah, totally. All that shit. Yeah, okay. truck I talking, nuts. I was talking to, yeah, I was talking to to, to to Mr. Mr. Smoot about that earlier today. Actually, no. Um, that um, let's not forget that the announcement for the company that he worked for presenting these products, um, the the announcement of the masculine toilet coincided with the announcement of his joining the company, and people were like, "So is that coincidental?" Or oh, he, you think that he, he has sh- a big dick? No, no, no. I'm not no, I'm that saying that he wants to. Exactly. Oh. And much as it was announcing, by the way, we're we're selling this product, and coincidentally, we have this CEO who does CrossFit all the time and looks like a human thumb. So it's kind uh, of like, uh, he stopped doing CrossFit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Your fucking face when you said that. Uh, I didn't hear about any of this. Stuff. Oh, well, he's currently being investigated by the FBI. So okay. Like, so, so what is this company that he? Uh, the he other, was the CEO, the other, or I don't know. I mean, I don't know the details. Don't ask me about that. Uh, but the another product that they were pushing was like time travel pills. Yes. Um, and then when people, <laughs> you mean like LSD? I have no idea. But uh, then when people would call and complain and like ask for refunds and shit, he would use he would respond to them and basically threaten them. And so he was like, "I already gave you a refund." He would threaten them and because it's uh, time travel. Get it? And so the FBI <laughs> is currently investigating them um, because they defrauded. people What is out the of name money. of the company? I don't know. What? I just know masculine toilet was the name of the product. <laughs> I'm glad that John covered all the important details. That's the, that's the, really, the, yeah. the important detail is that uh, this motherfucker Sensation. is 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 literally being investigated by the FBI. <laughs> um, as all of all of all of the people that Trump, I mean, he is Trump's a shady McShader. Some is fraud. this dude even a, an attorney? Yes, he is. Okay. Um, I don't know how for how long he will be, but currently he is. And in fact, I don't know if he's even going to last. As long as some of the other people is, because they're getting a, a lot of heat for this guy. Like he's just not qualified for the role that he's in right now. He's super and, conservative Christian, right? I don't know about that. I think I'm assuming so because they cause all of the are. toilet. Um, um, but yeah, he had he had so he went back to I think he's originally from Iowa or Idaho, one of the I states, and um, in the speech that he gave. He said something about if you see something, say something about like fraudsters. And we're like, you're a fraudster. Me thinks the lady doth protest too yeah, much. It was just weird. That was, so that's my hot topic. And that was a good one. The world's on fire. I mean, I. I, I masculine I, toilets. I want <laughs> for more toilets detail. toilets aren't but... masculine enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big God. dick toilets. Toilets for men with big, almost like they're. Have you seen those commercials? So they're just like super deep toilets. I guess. So have you seen the commercials for like the the pants for like men with big balls? They have those now. <laughs> it's like an animation. You know what I'm talking about, Otina? Have I, you seen I, I those commercials? Exactly. I haven't seen the commercials. As a but joke, I've heard of it. Yeah, the, the, it's a it's a for, it's for a men real, with big it's dicks a serious and big product. Balls. Yeah, not a joke product. Yeah, but I don't think these men have. I mean. I'm just saying that that I know I know my real size, and I've been with people that their profiles have said that they have X size. I'm like, you don't have X size. If I'm legitimately this size, and you're saying that you're 
bigger than me, but you're smaller than me in person. So you're measuring. Do you say that to them before or after? No, I I say it in my head. I say it in my head. Okay. Like I just make a mental note. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like that Sarah Silverman joke about men measuring from their assholes. (laughs) Yeah. To the tip of their penises. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a whole body circumference type measurement. Goes from here to here. Next. All right. Uh, Otieno, are you ready or do you want me to go? You should go. Okay, I have well, a lot of things I'm parsing through. Well, I have two things. Uh, and I can cut it down to one, but I won't. Um, so this is from the Seattle Times. This is uh, This is on the... God damn it. I thought this was this month. So this is not at all as recent as I thought it would be. Whoops. I really should look at dates. This Break is... the forest, y'all. Oh, fucking Prevent A. forest fires. Oh, <sighs> fuck. All right. It's February. Should I go on or no? Sure. Why not? Okay. Well. 2018? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Sure. That's a, <laughs> is it that's this a relatively is it this recent year? hot topic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you could probably replace it with with anybody else's name, any other woman and man probably has happened recently. So Linwood area man, this is like I said, Seattle times accused of raping woman dying from overdose, texting photos of body. Oh, oh that's oh why God. I, th- wait, what? That's why I, th- that's why I thought that this was, um, uh, recent because I think he was just recently sentenced. So he went to trial. So I probably should, should find that. Um, so, sheriff's detectives say the suspect acknowledged he knew uh, he needed to call for help, but instead took cell phone photos of the unconscious woman for the purposes of, this is quote, the purposes of bragging to his friends about his having had sex. It's not his quote. I don't think this guy would have been like, because I was having to show evidence of having had sex. There's no way that guy said that uh, with this woman. So there was a 19-year-old woman in Washington, and um, she was doing drugs with this dude that he supplied to her uh, in his bedroom. And I think he's like... uh, I think he's 20 and she was 18 or something. Uh, Anyway... um, she starts to overdose on an opioid and um, he starts having sex with her and he mid overdose. Uh, yes. Yeah. During the overdose. Not that so, this should matter at all, but was he high also? Uh, I was curious. Like if he, if he, uh, that I don't know. Gave her that. In but order he, for- he was, um, he was, at least not high enough to, uh, you know, spell things correctly and text his buddies. So there was something that he said in here about... Uh, um, something like, LOL, I think she's ODing. Oh. Which he may or may not have believed at the time. Maybe mm-hmm. he was exaggerating for uh, comedic effect, which... You know, in which case he would have failed terribly. But so he's continuing to have sex with this woman, and she is actively uh, well. She never consented dying. in the first place. No, she. That that's really a secondary thing. Yeah. But um. So he was uh, 
Let's see. These are all fucking February. This, I think, so that's what I think it is. This, the sentencing came, and he got uh, like three years. That seems kind of light. Did she survive? It's very light. And the the judge actually said, um, "This is." I'm paraphrasing again. This is bananas. I can't believe I can't give you more time, but the state of Washington does not allow it. So hmm. three years, gavel, gavel, and then that's it. And and he said some bullshit like, well, I guess I get whatever I deserve. But he already knows what he gets. He already knows what he fucking deserves because his attorney told him. So, so yeah, he's banging this woman who is, who's on her way out of this world. And... uh text some photos of an unconscious person to his pals of her body and shit. The end. What would you, I mean, what were, just trying to imagine like being on the receiving end of one of those texts, what you would do. Uh, actually, what, what should, they did. What they should do is go to the police. They did. Good for them. So he's texting uh, co-workers. The bare minimum. And one of the co-workers was like, this is fucked up. So they contacted the police, and that's how this was even discovered. Oh, and he also got the three... <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about this. The three years also includes... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, like, unlawful disposal of a body. Like, he tried to hide oh, it. I, so she did, she did pass away. She did. Wow. Yeah, she's, she's dead. Wow. So she died in his bedroom, and so he, uh, I can't remember where he tried to stash that body, but uh, it was not in a coffin in a, a sanctioned graveyard, so. Wow, that law's messed the fuck up. So my, my, my first question would be, um, who are the reps in that particular district or county or parish or whatever? Did they have any commentary on this? And were there any bills submitted to them or by them to the local legislative body to address this god-awful fucking failing of the law in the face of... The failing of fucking... I think they just, might know. It's a failing of humanity. Like, when I watch uh, Pitbulls and Parolees on Animal Planet, like, at least... Ep- you know, I don't know how many episodes there are in a season, but there are multiple times where... The uh, people at the Villalobos Rescue Center will be called because a dog has been abandoned at a house. And it's just locked up with no food or water. And they have to come and rescue it. I'm not sure if I see a correlation between I'm just No, it's just, just, just the depravity of humanity. That's it. Well, like, again, who, who the, would be raping somebody, killing them, and thinking, you know, let's take... I mean, I just don't... I, I don't think that he he made the connection that... I mean, he wasn't willfully killing a person. But the dude knew that she was going to get fucking high. He knew high, that she was... And he knew he was going to try to bang her after she got high, which mm-hmm. is still rape. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then made a... I think you know, she's dying, LOL. Right. I, I don't think that her humanity is an issue because humanity is an issue if nobody called the cops. I think the fact that they called the cops gives humanity at least at large enough of a buy to say people do actually give fucks. He just had a horrible lapse in his. I, that's why I was pursuing a legal thing. As opposed to humanity. I don't know if it was a, um, and and I was going to say I don't know that it matters, but it does actually maybe matter if it was a a man or a woman that like called the police. I concur. Why would you send a text like that to a woman? Maybe so. Probably it wasn't. Maybe just a uh, dude that is not dude. not uh, as dumb, not a piece of shit. Dudes. Yeah. But so 
So there's that. Anyway, he got three years. That's the, those are the, that's for the two charges combined. What were the charges again? I'm sorry. I, I missed that part. Rape and uh, unlawful disposal of remains. And not like, you know, negligent homicide or manslaughter or something along those lines. Yeah, that's also a shitty DA, I would argue, in that yes, case. I've because those charges were woefully inadequate. Well, how much the victim in this case, how much that changed well, things, too. There's definitely some class issues and, yeah. and gender issues involved here as well. But I would say that, number one, the DA is, didn't do a very good job. And number two, they could go for the good old-fashioned I mean, Ron the, Goldman thing and actually try to get the prosecutor. The DA could have been hamstringed by whatever the DA could charge. The DAs, are, DAs in this country are really good about coming up with a list of fucking charges of Jack and fuck all do with the crime. Just for the, no, no, only if you're black. It. Yeah, apparently. She so, was white. Oh, I was saying well, you're, you're presuming a lot by saying that the, that the DA here is to, to blame. We don't know anything about Washington State. You're right. You're right. I, I do not know enough about the case to be able to make that statement uh, categorically. Because normally that, DAs like to tack and tack and tack and tack and tack and tack and tack. In fact, this whole season of Serial... Um, the the main uh, argument is that prosecutors have way too much power. They have more power than judges. But at the same time, you're right. The DA could be like, oh, well, she was a junkie, so we're going to go light on... And a woman at that. Yeah. I mean, so we don't know. What was she wearing, though, is what I want to know. Exactly. Apparently, was if you're in? wearing lacy underwear, that that means consent. Did you hear I about did that see one? that in fucking Ireland. God damn it, Ireland. You assholes. Because you'd only wear, like, sexy underwear if you wanted to take them off in front of somebody. Not because you just wouldn't, didn't want to feel sexy. Yeah. I, wear, I wear lacy underwear to feel sexy all the time. It's actually very impractical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do that, but oh. my underwear is sexy most of the time. But appropriate. Have, did you see... Uh, I just wear two layers of pants. <laughs> did you see to the To feel dude? as unsexy as possible? <laughs> I hope, Otiana, now that we're talking about sexy underwear, that you get targeted. Oh, wait, now you're off Facebook, so you'll never get those weird ads. I get the weirdest fucking ads on my Facebook. Um, I know I need to delete Facebook. Yeesh. I know I do. I, Especially I, after this past week. Well, the stuff that's yeah. come in. Yeah. Focus. Next story, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so should we, should we do some good news? Um, do you good-ish? have good news? I, I don't have any good news. I got, but, some, uh, I got some good-ish news. Should we do this last? Yeah, then? yeah, we'll, we'll do okay. that one last. Go on, yeah. then. Okay, so... Um, as again, to continue with my theme of riffing off news as opposed to actually discussing news, um, in the stream of data that I'm currently uh, awash in between the podcast I listen to and my Twitter feed, I found myself thinking a great deal about um, forgiveness and giving ourselves permission and giving other people permission to fuck up and how that ties into ego and masculinity and perf- the perceived ideal of perfection beat in the eyes of like and john you've talked about this before uh and there's a cool phrase for i've forgotten about how like you know liberals need to be perfect in a certain way in order to not get call out culture chasing after them and so on and how conservatives because of the way they wield moral righteousness don't get caught up in the same shit in the same way uh or at the same gravity um and i say all this with uh, within the framework of, um, for example, Trump and his literal inability to admit that he's ever wrong. I mean, we got something really, really close this week when he admitted that climate change may have played a role in the California forest fires. And he oh, really? admitted that um, 
What was the other thing he said? So I read, he, the, he, he, I read he, the opposite. No, no, no. It wasn't th- one of his interviews this past week. And it wasn't like he said like a little bit, a little we tiny need, bit. We need also like acknowledge that. that it's very likely that he could say one thing and the next day say well, the exact well, opposite. Well, let's also be clear. That, yeah, his his opinions to validate any argument are kind of suspect because he literally says whatever he needs to say to get attention off of him or well, apply to more clearly in a particular... He, he, depending on the last person that he spoke to. But yeah, to, so let's not, let's not dwell over long on that point. But... Um, or the but but the concept at large of saying what places you in the most positive light and or feeds your ego the most as opposed to something that would make you held accountable for your action in some capacity. So my point holds insofar as that's the motivation behind his manipulation of the truth. But regardless, um, so you have that you have the idea that or, or, or any politician really, it's more about maintaining power and ego than it is about actually trying to address whatever issue or the or being held accountable is the thing they try to avoid the most because that eats away at your credibility and whether or not you are credible insofar as or at least can present yourself as credible in order to further your own agenda is more important than whether or not the thing that you said you were going to do was something that you actually did or were able to accomplish and how that ties into uh, men and or masculinity and the idea of men being cool and or in control or assertive of the the, 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 the concept that if you are able to present that you know what's going on or you have some control over what's going on, regardless if that's actually the case or not, that's more important than you actually being in control of the situation or knowing what's going on or being able to alter what's going on. And how if we give people, politicians, each other, ourselves, the opportunity at being able to admit we're wrong and the opportunity and the ability to then rectify that in some capacity or another, I mean, think about, I mean, and this is, well, that's a shitty example. Let's say, for okay, let's go ahead and go with that, fuck it. Let's say that instead of Al Franken um, basically crashing and burning um, and stepping aside, he had taken, whether or not he'd stayed in Congress, let's say he fine, he decided to leave Congress, but then decided to have a series of, you know, not problematic Matt Lauer-ass discussions or do a lot of advocacy work, or in some capacity directly confront the, or privately even, first go off and talk to these women that, that, that he assaulted or groped or whatever. Um, there's no conduit in the public sphere for him to go through that process. There's no conduit in the private sphere that's readily acceptable that we are taught as kids or socialized to appreciate or to enjoy or to whatever. It's, uh, it's, if you're wrong, okay, you are wrong forever, damned into eternity. That's it. It's over. Your career is over. Your life is over. You have to somehow figure out some way to find people that either don't care about the thing that you were accused of being or doing or been wrong about or fade away from public eye entirely. I don't know if I necessarily agree with you. Please. Because there are a lot of, there, I mean, there are a lot of examples where people have fucked up very mm-hmm. publicly, but then they've made comebacks. I think I think Americans also live a comeback story. I think I there's, mean, there's, there's carefully Mike, curated Mike Tyson, comebacks, and there's actually addressing people you wrong comebacks. I mean, Mike Tyson went to prison for rape, and he's still he's not a pariah. That's a very different. Robert thing. Downey Jr.'s still considered. I mean, he still has his career. I would argue it's a much better example of what my goal is. Mike Tyson's a shitty example of that. I'm just. I mean, I, I'm I'm just 
pull any examples out. No, no, I, I hear you, and I, and I hear what you're trying to say. And my thing is that if there was a more socially acceptable and or um, there aren't a lot of stories about someone's coming back from whatever that involve them actually getting right with the person that they wronged. There's uh, Richard Nixon was unapologetic till the day he died. Fucking what's his name? Uh, uh, creepy McWhite raperson. Or not, oh, sorry, uh, 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 masturbate in front of you. Fucking Louis C.K. Dude gave some half-ass apology. He's now trying to slide his way back into like America's DMs with this you know surprise comedy tour and shit. I mean, has he actually given a, 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 no. not, not some lawyer curated apology where he actually discusses what he did, how it was wrong, and why it was wrong? As I mean, is, is he open to the idea of oh look, exposure charges? Has he attempted any sort of genuine, genuine um, uh, what's, uh, reconciliation? No, of course a, not. This is my point because there's no social space for him or anyone else to. There, there's no. Well, that I think I, don't, I mean well, uh, well, somebody who has that predator type of personality, which I think he does have, would they ever admit fault or show remorse? I mean, this is <laughs> okay. Let's say he goes to a therapist. A therapist then talks him through like this is where it came. But I don't before. think he ever would. This is my point. Okay, well, because then we of agree. his because <laughs> of his because of his concept and construct of his masculinity and trying to say that I did this thing wrong or I need to change this thing about myself as opposed to, man, I did that. Um, how can I make everybody forget about the fact that I did that? Man, I did that. How can I massage my image in pop culture so that people don't think about that thing that I did? It's not how do I address the fact that this is a part of myself that needs to change and make clear to other people that it's okay via getting in so good with the people that I fucked up. Maybe I won't get all of them. I might be able to like talk to a couple of them and they'll say, you know what? Hey, he's really done a great job. But the idea that because we live in a patriarchy and because it's a thing that people can't give up insofar as their egos and their ability to access that space, because there's no socially accepted path one can follow. There is no, um, cultural process like i don't know a wedding or a funeral there's we have scapegoats you know you take a little like sacrificial whatever off in the woods kill it off and say hey we solved this problem but there's not an indi- the, e- even our justice system is more excited about punishment than about rehabilitation no i agree with that i agree with that completely. wait 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 hold on a second they're called penitentiaries for christ's sake yeah what the fuck <laughs> well, i think i think we're more used to just a timeout. like look at michael michael ian black is that his name his reaction to the whole to Michael, Louis C.K. Michael Ian Black from the, from the state. Yeah, what did he say? Basically, don't, maybe don't tell me. Oh I mean, I can look it up exactly, but I think his more or less was like, "Hey, he needs to make money." Any, you know, he's done enough time. I don't think. So yeah, let's let's actually let's let's do a quick little up. like two second rewind there. Megan, your first reaction was, "Don't ruin my idea of this person." You gotta throw the whole motherfucker out because they said something it was problematic a joke. and fucked up. I'm no, joking. You, I have you really were, no invo- uh, no emotional investment in Michael Ian Black. It's not really. a matter of Michael Ian Black. It's a matter of if someone in our culture does something that is wrong, there is no culturally that was acceptable my joke, to- dude. Is that there isn't? There isn't. There really isn't. Like. Absolutely. First of all, you don't fucking apologize to people, right? Like, because that's like, that's what losers do. Uh, this is not me. Uh, is, I'm, I'm hearing okay. you. All right. I just want to make sure you understand the direction I'm going here. Uh, and then, you know, like you apologize. Let's say we're talking about a public figure. 
You apologize how? You apologize uh, over television. You apologize over a podcast. You apologize over the internet. Uh, It doesn't really... I think it's a valid question to ask. Like, people, people fuck up. People fuck up. And people fuck up because oftentimes the way they're socialized this isn't a, a a justification of you know like fucking pulling your dick out and he absolutely knew that pulling his dick out in front of somebody that wasn't his uh partner he knew that was wrong and that's that's fucked up man how do you how do you get over that or maybe somebody should just execute you what, where is the middle ground is the question. And again, right? I, I, I'm not stating I have a solution to this problem. I'm just pointing out the fact that we lack there isn't one. established yes, I agree. conduits Absolutely. for that to go anyplace. Because, because, uh, because saying sorry is a concession, and we don't do that in the United States, especially the United States. Actually, you know what? I should say France, too, because France <laughs> is fucked up, man. I don't know enough about France, France to be able to comment on that. fucking but. terrible. Let's just be clear. I, I don't I'm, just mean the U.S. I also mean places with socialized medicine. Why are you medicine. so bad about France? Because I fucking lived there. Well, you've also lived Did in like... Did you just say, have you been to France? I mean, you've also been to several other places in Europe, but you're calling out France in particular. Yeah, but I fucking lived there. Also, they have dog shit everywhere. So, like, you cannot... I well, like okay, we're drifting from the topic just a little are, bit. We are, but, we are. Yeah. Well, I mean, dog shit is related to what we're talking about, but uh, but we'll go on. So I do have the Michael Ian Black thing, like, if you want me okay. to say it. Uh, do, do tell me what that is. Uh, well, he's tweeted, we'll take heat for this, but people have to be allowed to serve their time and move on with their lives. I don't know if it's been long enough or his career will ever recover, or if people will have him back, but I'm happy to see him try. And I think the most criticism is for exactly what Otino is saying, is that he never really apologized or admitted to anything. He was what kind of what like, did he say, actually? He just showed up at a, at a no, no, the, comedy No, the, no, the, the, there was an official statement before that. He, 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 he but wasn't it that some, bullshit, not apology, exactly, apologies? Exactly, exactly what it was. Same as fucking, um, or what's his name, the uh, South Indian comedian dude. Same as just Asari. about, uh, yeah, yeah, as a Sansari, same as just about everybody the fuck else who gets caught with their dick in the zipper in some capacity. Well, because or the problem is, like, you know, dudes are taught that that they can do this and that women are overly emotional and that, uh, you know, it's just their opinion, man. Uh, so, so, you know, like, um, they're gonna get upset. And so you'll just like say, okay, okay, uh, shouldn't have done that or whatever. Can we move on? And we can't, we can't keep teaching dudes that it's okay to uh, treat women differently uh, in the context of respect than they would another dude. You're not going to fucking like... You know, you're at the grocery store and you see another dude in the parking lot and you're like, how are you doing? And then look him up and down. You don't fucking do that. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, you do it. This Kroger's over here. Okay, that's part of the point. They do. Like, it doesn't make it okay. I agree. And so this is, this is the deal. I mean... I agree that it is a thing that dudes do and because we live in a patriarchy and dudes make the rules and 
a dude won't necessarily a dude will acknowledge another dude's uh, um, humanity in the way they do not acknowledge a woman's humanity. However, that does not mean they are capable of coming to an accord or saying I'm sorry or whatever else to that dude in the same way they would any other human. It's not a matter. I mean, yes, there is a gendered level to this, but because dudes don't create a space for the kind of emotional resolution to take place that needs to take place for genuine forgiveness and rehabilitation. We're making the same point here, you Yeah, we are, we are. But, yeah, as long as men continue to, 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 to deny society the emotional space to be able to come to true reconciliation, then, you know, we're going to keep on playing a zero-sum game of who's right and who's wrong. So, so why don't we, and, and I'm going to ask your forgiveness beforehand john why don't we like make apologizing in a genuine way not gay why don't we make it like not a girl thing to do make it honorable make it the right thing to do yeah why isn't it like just like why isn't it like the manly thing to do saying i'm sorry is like what dudes do or whatever i think it's the best fucking idea ever bruh or you know, I, I just <laughs> please don't ever do that. Well, again. Isn't there that was sometimes scary. don't they they say they're sorry in different ways instead of by? Mm. Well, I think no, I think it's, it's possible. a different love language. I think it's I, no, I think it's possible to <laughs> punch you in the face, show I'm somebody uh, regret and ask their forgiveness without saying I'm sorry. I We're think not taught how to, to do that. We don't I think know we how to do I think it. we are when we're chi- we're children but I think through the course you of do? life yeah you know have you never had seen a, a parent with their young child say you know Tommy bit uh Timmy and the mom says Tommy tell Timmy you're sorry I mean Exa- mm. okay so here's the deal so that's two things the problem yeah yeah two things number 1 Timmy's like fuck that I'm not sorry I want to Bite that ass. But I'm exactly. say it anyway. <laughs> and, that's, and that is usually negotiated by a process referred to as restorative justice. To but actually I'm just not saying just, that there are some times where people can uh, show their emotions without saying their emotions. And this is, and I'm, I'm going to push back into that, but to you, to caveat off of what, what Megan said about love language, to me, one of the, one of the central tenets of apology is it's not about communicating to that person in your language. Because then how the fuck are they supposed to understand that? Right. It's about communicating to that person in a language they but how are do you able do to that? receive. Because you could very well mean it, but how do you but do that if you don't like know the other do. person's language? And that's where the empathy comes in, where you care about the person enough with the fact that you hurt them to the point where you figure it the fuck out. Okay. So so really, the, the point of all of this is we should only... P- hurt people that we really understand and know very well. We should only hurt the people that we love, is what I'm saying. Thank you for that important heartfelt message there, Megan. It's, it's, it's important to understand that that's usually the You're one thing. You're very welcome most, so. to it. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, that was my, that's the thing I've been thinking about recently, especially in relation to, you know, masculinity and patriarchy as I untangle both some of my own shit and, you know, figure things out in general. So, yeah. Megan, how about that nice, convenient, shiny, happy? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want, do you want the good news? I still understand how Megan can have 27 missed calls on her phone and not delete that notification. Because she's Megan. Just and really understand lazy. How to use technology. I still have an iPhone 6. So That's not even that old, though. If you had an iPhone 3, you, see, you could talk. Did you see this case? I'm, I'm not concerned I didn't notice at all. the thing on the back is like what we gay people use. That's our symbol for butthole. <laughs> Text messages. Who's, who's ours? At your company where you work? No, just in general, I've seen. 
spec. Because John is oh, oh he he's referring not to the parentheses. I mean, but the it's, ast- a, well, it's a star. It's an asterisk. Yeah, an asterisk between two parentheses, which yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, and I don't think you get to own that. It's that's a well established. No, no, I think uh, I'm afraid. Uh, second yeah. character, you have to do it. I'm afraid that, that it's yeah. No, what do you mean you have to do it that way? It's the same. And no, you have to. You have like two that way, and then the star in the middle. It's a butt. Well, um, I don't talk on my phone. Well, I don't talk on my phone at like all. An, but if I did, I wouldn't be like this. Like uh, an eight uh, in the bracket bracket. And you know. I forget uh, the, uh, the other one that makes it a dick. I'm, I'm I feel like the good people at Specs n- knew that this was not okay, but this is okay. It's and, like and it's like the 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 uh, you know the Nazi symbol from India, and then the Nazi symbol swastika from Germany. Swastika, right? Yeah. Manji. So. Is it India or Native America? Uh, it's definitely it's in India. It's oh. mm, yeah. Anyway, and, and by the way, um, uh, John, how could you forget the D? It's eight equal sign, equal sign, equal uh, sign. I am D. going on four hours of sleep. I am okay. amazed that I'm still standing up right now. All right. Now. Well, speaking of Nazis, so uh, <laughs> this is from NPR, which I know that you Issue. don't highly regard. No. But I do. I quite, I quite like I still listen to the podcast, just I don't read all the rest of the Okay, so, uh, so headline, bot, <laughs> bah, Betsy DeVos. Sued. Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. She looks like a, she looks like, like, like <laughs> if she was a dog, she'd that? be, she'd be a, you like that? if she was a dog, she'd be a cocker spaniel. She looks like one of the dogs that have like the, kind of the, the ears, the kind of the fuzzy ears. She would definitely be one of the inbred I'll be quiet. Kind. Oh my God. Uh, Betsy DeVos sued for failing to implement automatic student loan forgiveness. So uh, in July of this year, a federal judge, um, I I, I would say insisted, but I think if it's a court, like a federal court order, it's it's a demand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Demanded that, um, let's see here, that the Department of Education... Where is it? Um, fuck, I'm looking for the word immediate. This is, I don't, this is why I don't do these well, this section. Um, immediately cancel loans for eligible borrowers without requiring an application. So, so this is in, in uh, with regard to the people that had gone to um, for-profit colleges that had their own like loan that program? took well they that no, predatory no, no. lending no of? so no so they they people that went to these for-profit colleges uh, what is it ITT Tech was one of them I think Phoenix maybe University of Phoenix no they're still around these are the ones oh, that the folded oh. um, but ITT Tech was probably the like the Ryan stuff the I don't I think know. I think they're more, more okay. like okay, like Trump University, for example. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Trump University. A for-profit university that folded. Uh, yeah. So, so there were these mostly online, not all. They're like diploma mostly. mills. Yeah. Uh, for-profit colleges that uh, this the Department of Education would provide student loans for. So these were subsidized, usually and maybe exclusively undergraduate educations. Uh, for people, but the point was that the government was saying, "Yes, okay, this is legitimate. We'll give you a loan for it at a subsidized rate." Which, side note, is a fucking ridiculous. It's, I mean, it was six point four percent when I was in grad school, but anyway. 
So, um, so they gave them the loans for this, and then the schools folded before the people could graduate. Mm. And then people were like, "Oh, this is fucked up. You know, we shouldn't have to pay for this because we yeah, can't." It's literally fucking, one of the tenants. Yeah. We can't get a job, which is yeah. why we were going to school in the first place. So uh, during Obama's presidency, they um, passed the Borrower Defense Act or regulation or whatever. And uh, so Betsy DeVos thinks that that's nonsense. Because, I mean, she profits off of those loans, doesn't she? Doesn't she have some hand? And she has, uh, she has a pony in this does, game. She does, actually. So, yeah. okay, so, so these are through... Uh, I mean, the government isn't directly giving people money for these loans. They are contracting out to places like um, FedLoan or Ooh. some other places. Um, and so... They may, I mean, they don't like contract out to somewhere where they're not going to like, it's not going to benefit them and they're not stupid. I mean, they are stupid, but not, not in a financial way. So anyway, uh, people get these fed loans or whatever, whatever the company is and the place folds and they're like, we can't get a job. And they're like, sorry, whatever. You have to pay back that interest rate for that loan that was Into supposed perpetuity. to go towards those degrees that you're never going to get. Right. Because so in July of this year, a federal uh, judge said, okay, the Department of Ed has to immediately um, cancel all of these loans. Nobody has to put in an application. If they have a loan from this, you just like Void wipe it. it out. Yeah. And Betsy DeVos and the Department of Ed are like, wait a minute, no, we don't want to do that. And so they've been like stalling, which means these people are still like accumulating interest and having to pay uh, monthly payments on these loans. And if they don't, their credit is getting... Exactly. So, uh, so she's being sued by an organization called... Uh, the Housing and Economic Rights Advocates Organization. So. I hope another person unties one of her fucking yachts. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, I would love to. Months and months ago. She has, she has like 10, 10 of these yachts that are worth just, you know, a number that we, we can't even comprehend. And somebody like just untied One that. really is, is the number of yachts I can't comprehend. Yeah. And she has like so. a fleet of them. And somebody fucking okay. untied that shit. <laughs> And it just With like went, a, all, all of these like very expensive yachts are tied by a rope, pretty much. That's that's little, that's like, how the that's pylon. how the uh, that's how the headline made it seem to me. And somebody was like, "I'm just going to untie this and just watch it, just just go out to see." That would be adorable. Yeah. Uh, what did you say also about? Her? She's been in the news a lot lately. So she's also, I guess, the Department of Education is. Uh, redefining uh, guidelines for universities, sexual assault cases, to where, let's say, if somebody is accused of sexual assault, they are allowed to cross-examine that the per their accuser, yeah. which is crazy and normally does not happen. Well, I, I guess, I mean, maybe not on the university level. I don't know. All this shit that, that victim rights advocates are saying, you don't do this. This is awful. But she's part of the people that think that, that men are falsely accused of rape all the she's time. She's very concerned about our sons. Yes, um, so. And she was also in the news because it uh, was exposed that uh, that taxpayers are paying an exorbitant amount of money for her protection when it's 
you know, the, the moral thing to do if you were a billionaire and had more money than fucking God is to pay for some of that yourself. Stop doing so much fucked up shit that yeah. you need more and more protection. How about that? It's hilarious. Well, then, then it, did you read the other headline that just came out that Melania Trump Is that victim blaming? Like, I can't tell if that's what I was doing. Just Or she, she somehow spent $175,000 for like an overnight stay at some hotel. I don't know. It's, it's shit's just crazy. It was a really fun night, though. <sighs> I'll tell so. you. And like, my, that shit was off the chain. Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm going to say. say. Um, I mean, this isn't a new thing, right? No. Uh, She's horrible. They're all horrible. She's horrible. Mary Todd Lincoln was often criticized for her spending habits. So, to put a little bit in context, um, again, if you're not listening to the Seen on Radio series on men that's going this season, uh, that's kind of... Um, in along the same lines of the series on uh, white folk last year, um, one of the episodes it goes over a woman who was sexually assaulted, raped by an um, an ex. He basically took her home and drugged her and had his way with her, and then she like stumbled out to her car and all kinds of really terrible shit oh um, so she i mean she was walking so she was fine oh yeah totally, totally or whatever and and she proceeds to confront her and basically her, her circle of friends basically abandons her i mean they uh oh yeah that's so-and-so he's always been a little crazy yeah and, and even though literally he drugged and sexually assaulted her and um she in this episode they very viscerally have her go through and she is a radio producer so she interviews them and they talk about it this isn't bill cosby this is not bill cosby this has happened twice is what you're saying Mm. and um it basically talks about the way in which our culture in particular individuals um women and men basically you know cast men in this light of like oh what about him and what about his his needs and like they did that in the Kavanaugh hearings. Exactly. Oh my God, his his, his life future, is going to be ruined. His, yeah. Um, so it's what I about mean, his swimming career at Stanford? Yeah. Or like, what about all those up and coming comedians that Louis C.K. harassed that are no longer up and coming comedians because mm-hmm. they dropped out because you know it doesn't offer any concrete solutions, but definitely tries to get more into the uh, minutia of why we do this and uh how we do this and it's not just men that do this it, it's women that do it to other women as well because again you know we're, we're all living in the same patriarchy so not to divest her of any blame or to say that what she's doing is not terrible seeing as how it's now fucking policy official as well in addition to uh social but that it is part of the culture we we live in it's interesting to watch it you know come into the law in that capacity that was supposed to be our palate cleanser I mean, it started out like <laughs> Betsy DeVos gets sued. Awesome, right? And then it just kind of like spiraled into this into this platform of reality. Which, I had a good palate cleanser is Kellyanne Conway's husband saying oh, yeah, that it's a fucking like, fiery a, shit show in a dumpster. Shit show in a dumpster. <laughs> Uh, and then CNN was so. all too happy to put that that on the Chiron. <laughs> "Quote shitstorm in dumpster." I feel like we oh a palate cleanser. Jim Acosta got sued, and he, uh, and the judge said, "Yeah, he, he did he, not have get to. sued." But no, he sued. He sued. Yes. He sued, and a judge ordered that he got out. credentials. Back. I can't wait to see. Uh, somebody on Twitter said, 
now it they're not going to do this but now all those journalists with those credentials you know that do that do the white house briefing Mm -hmm. they need to all stay home so it's just him and sarah huckabee sanders and he'll raise his hand (laughs) in an empty room y'all 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 me um me me y'all listen i don't think we have once talked about jamal khashoggi Oh, jeez. Khashoggi. I stand corrected. That's, I mean, we could just add this in another thing that we could try to, I mean, how treasonous Trump is. Maybe. Did you hear about the, with the Turkey? So there's the, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but the the Turkish ex, no, exile. An, an exile. That's player. living here in Pennsylvania. He's lived here for what, since the 80s. And Turkey's have, tur- Turkey's been trying to get their hands on him because they're blaming him forever for all their downfalls. He's the same guy that Mike Flynn was uh, charged with trying to, I guess, kidnap for $15 million. And they know that if they, if they uh, send this guy back to Turkey, that he will be tortured and killed. They don't do that. And uh, supposedly, so Turkey has all this evidence that, that the Saudi crown prince ordered that hit um, and, has, and have been kind of slowly giving it to the media. Um, now, of course, we, we know that Kushner and Trump have, you know... Invested interest in the Saudis. Financial. Financial interest. Interest. Um, and so apparently Turkey tried to to tell the Trump administration, hey, give us this cleric and, you know, we'll stop releasing all this stuff about the Saudis. And then the Trump administration went to the DOJ to try and figure out a way to do it. And apparently the DOJ... The, the people that have been in the DOJ for a while were fur- furious over it. But I can't believe that like, America doesn't do that. <laughs> we're not supposed to do that, at least. Oh, no. So, I mean, no, we've never done anything like that. That would be, that would be bonkers. That and, I don't know. We need a happy Everything is garbage. Concert. Yeah, everything is I garbage. really, I really did mean for the lawsuit against Betsy DeVos to be fun. But, but it, it didn't turn out that way, did it? I mean, we can all agree that the Republican Party, as we know it, is over. I don't see how they're really going to recover from Trump. I really easy. don't. Well, easy. Oh, they fucking will, because people are garbage. But they're not. But did you notice that the last poll from Texas, at least, that the majority of native-born Texas Texans voted blue? That surprised me. That the majority of native-born Texans voted blue this last go-round. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, that is... Actually, that that really is surprising. Isn't it? Because, I mean, the... the You would think. The big cities are the ones that vote blue. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're all from somewhere else, Mm -hmm. right? But that's all... All that shit is is fucking gerrymandering. Because the... the, I mean, the more... I think that the... More people voted blue, but because of how everything is structured, that it didn't fucking matter. If you have like one county of two people, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm tired. Okay. Can we? Are we? Is it time? Yeah, I think it's time. I I, I really can't think of anything positive, which I'm sure is a surprise <laughs> for you. Here, here are some positive things. I'm getting my tattoo tomorrow. There's all kinds of positive things. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna get some tattoos too before my birthday. Um, when's your birthday? December. December. Oh. Um, there's December fun. what? Sagittarius? December. 
Sagittarius. Mm. Yes to both of those things. I like Sagittarians. Um, in well, the house is going to start like flaying people alive here pretty soon in a delightfully entertaining fashion. Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, Even if Whitaker goes on, as soon as it takes, they can they can start peeling that banana. Yeah, you have to see peel that <laughs> banana, Jesus. Oh, banana. Um, the, the, there's um, a growing. Uh, well, oh, you can just imagine like. Trump grumpily stomping around the White House like he's been doing for the last two weeks because basically he's realizing that like um, you know walls are closing in and shit. It's yeah, it's all unraveling. And I'm not gonna have absolute faith in like things writing themselves magically. Definitely, all you folk out there to use the cheesy catchphrase, stay fucking woke because you know things are going to get weirder before they get better. But it's it, it's it'd be one thing if I mean, we have all the doom and the gloom and the horror and how bad things are getting, but. Th- you know, that that cold, dark, weird feeling pit of your stomach right now, a bunch of other folks feel that same way and aren't just sitting on their asses and doing nothing about it. And if you want to do more than sit on your asses and do nothing about it, well, hey, you know, give money to sane people or run for office like all of the women that are saving our asses did most recently in the House. Or, you know, get involved in some other capacity. You don't got to be politically dormant until fucking 2020. There's plenty of good things you can be doing out there in your community, be it volunteering, uh, working with the library, working with uh, homeless shelters, working with LGBTQIA youth. If you yourself are allegedly our podcast listeners are a bunch of people on the spectrum of queerness someplace. Well, guess what? When was the last time you like mentored some young queer person? We're like, hey, just so you know, not even cheesy Dan Savage, it gets better. But like, actually, see how fabulous I am. Let's go and do fabulous shit together or something. It doesn't have to be all darkness and doom. It's just I feel easier like that a way. lot of this stuff is meant for extroverts. But well, you can do cool yeah. intro- you can do cool <laughs> introvert shit too. You it can do have to all be kinds. Fabulous. It can just be normal, quiet shit. Yeah, or you can just you know find people on the internet that draw in that same space and give them supportive messages. It, it, it doesn't have to be out there with, with signs and shit. But you know, hey. If indeed it does get crazy cray, then maybe some introverts could hop on the switch of science and shit. All I'm saying is there are things you can do. You don't just have to be all doom laden all the time. Uh, once when I was in college on eBay, I sold uh, daily affirmations for one month to someone. So I would just like send them in the mail. Things like, hey, you're, you're all right. I, th- I thought it was nice that it sold. And also, it made me sad. It's old. I guess enjoy the song Fall Back Great. by Duckworth. I think it's the natural. Whenever you say Duckworth, I think of Tammy Duckworth and her like, yes, I'm a vet. Yes, I'm missing a limb. Yes, I am. I, I, I'm, I'm like gestating while in Congress ass and how fucking amazing that is. Just saying. She's Illinois. I said rap. I didn't say where she's from. She's no a Hawaii. No, no, no. I'm at. Oh, okay. It's thank a you. question. Thank you for clarifying. I'm not, I'm not where sure. Is she I'm from? not clarifying. My, I'm asking Questioning. a question. I don't know. I'm going to say yes for the sake of argument. Okay. So. All right. Well. Yeah. We good. Should we just? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Just do the metal buy and we'll go. Bye bye.
a mouthful of fist stops any chick chatter. Huh. These steps are Franks, but I ain't pink matter. You was in a safe blue pills in a mattress. Fraudulent phony, I award you a Tony Award. My nigga, you a damn good actress. Your girl silicone, your trippies all plastic. Back, back while I'm spazzing. Fall back. City like it's bad brains in me with my face all shitty little, little homie Fall back.